and welcome back to the Pet Business Pod. I'm here with Dr. Qureshi, and if you're looking for a reliable source of insight into the pet business industry, or just wanting to become a better pet owner, then you've come to the right place. Today, we're diving deep into what pet hospitals do. We'll be covering some juicy topics, uncovering disconnects, and bridging gaps. Get ready for an informative and fun episode. Thanks again, Dr. Kreshi, for having us on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot to cover here, and this is fairly general, but let's start with the basic. What does a pet hospital do? Good question. <laughs> um, so pet hospital provide, and when, when we say pet hospital, my experience is in, with dogs and cats and some exotic pets. Mm-hmm. And pet hospital not only do preventative care, like parasite control, um, vaccinations, healthcare, but also we look after uh, sick pets as well. And so, you know, we provide, uh, we diagnose, we examine a pet, um, we treat, we do surgeries on them. So it's like a full service, unlike the medical profession is so divided into different Mm -hmm. expertise, but at at a pet hospital or, or a vet clinic, as a veterinarian, we do everything and a lot of people a lot of clients or pet owners don't know that because they just come in and sit in the reception area and hand their furry <laughs> friends to, to to the team member and then you know the butterflies go in the stomach and yeah. say what can happen with my pet and they're nervous and everything but you know so uh, I, I think uh, that's what we do Mm-hmm. And uh, behind the scene is is not only veterinarian does everything. It's, it's a full team mm-hmm. of people who work with a vet to to make it happen and and uh, treat a pet. Okay, well, like anything else, teamwork makes the dream work. There's a lot of people involved then in a pet hospital and correct for so. for such a full service kind of operation. Right. Um, it would take a lot of different hands to make it run. So. Um, can you tell me about the different professionals that you might encounter from front desk all the way to, to behind the scenes? Right, right, right. So um, we have, um, of course, a veterinarian, uh, which in Ontario, a licensed veterinarian it can only make, uh, examine a pet, make a diagnosis and treat a pet. Mm-hmm. So, but they need other tasks. It's like when you go to a medical hospital or your hospital, doctor examine you and everything. And then you have nurses and other staff to, to do that. Same thing in our profession. So vet's job is to examine a pet, diagnose, communicate with the with the pet owner to let them know what's going on with their pet and also do treatment or do surgeries. But And then the second tier, uh, uh, beside the veterinarian, we have veterinary nurses or veterinary technicians. We don't call them nurses because the nurses get upset. <laughs> so we call them veterinary technicians, but they do essentially the job of a nurse and so they uh, the education wise they uh, they have to go to school for two or three years in a community community college mm-hmm. and then when they graduate they start working in a vet so they do blood collection they do run the laboratory work they do the x-rays they help prepping for surgeries so they are basically like nurses what nurse they do bandaging they do suture removal like many tasks they do side by side beside the veterinarians. And then we have veterinary assistants who take care of the patient care. Um, it's not much of a technical work they do, but they do nursing care. They, you know, 
the walking the pets, they help hold pets, restrain pets, so a veterinarian and veterinary technician can provide that service or care. And then we have our friendly re- reception staff, yes. and 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 we call it, you know, uh, they are the gateway, the gatekeepers of any practice. You know, they they talk to you over the phone. They calm you down or make you more <laughs> nervous. I don't know. They uh, keep everything running. We know uh, how it works. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they are basically, there's more essential. So they are the communicators. They book all the appointments. They communicate back and forth for the, for the pet owners to make you um, comfortable. So these are the four tiers of, uh, plus beside that, there's a whole administration behind mm-hmm. the scene who takes care of everything else to run um, a hospital. Wow. So all of those roles, and you said the four tiers, that makes sense to have everybody dedicated in their role to come together as kind of a well-oiled machine to keep things running and provide Definitely. care, it's, right? it's a team effort. Team yeah. effort. Fantastic. Yeah. What other professionals might be involved, um, either within or outside the hospital, that you would rely on? Are there, are there outside experts that have to be brought in sometimes or, or labs that you have to work with? Right, right. So, um, you know, as much as veterinarian hospital has everything in them and mm-hmm. we consider that we can do everything, uh, we're like, like a medical hospital, uh, hospital too. So we have the things we cannot handle. Uh, uh, we have specialists in our field. So we have cardiologists, mm-hmm. We have orthopedic surgeons. So they have three more years of education uh, beside, uh, you know, just a DVM for a veterinarian. So sometimes we have to do referrals, uh, like um, in human health care, your physicians or your doctor has to refer to you to a specialist. We do the same way, the things we cannot handle internally. And some blood tests we cannot run in-house. We have to send it out to a lab, and so we have affiliation with some labs in Ontario where we send our samples and get the results back there. So yes, outside in a vet clinic or a vet hospital, we also deal with the outside professionals and and they are an integral part of our team as well. Oh, fantastic. So very much like a hospital that we would experience as a human. Right, (laughs) Um, right. All of those different team members functioning in a specific role and providing different tasks that culminate in complete care. Correct. Fantastic. Um, With that operation in mind, and and you see a a pet owner come in, where do you see the most disconnects and why do you think they exist? Right. So it goes back to, again, uh, (laughs) I'm I'm giving examples of human health care. You know, in in Canada or Ontario, our health care is free. And we don't realize when we we go to a doctor, we have to pay any bills. We just have a OHIP card, we present yeah. it to them, and we doctor sees us or we go for lab tests and everything. So I think that's the biggest disconnect where pet owners don't understand that this is not governmentally funded mm-hmm. profession. is is a private business and every hospital owned by a private owner. And now they're corporate ownership too. Mm-hmm. About 20, 25% of the practices in Ontario is owned by corporate hospitals. They own multiple hospitals there. So it's not only, um, you know, um, they provide we provide care, but it's also is a business. Yep. So 
any successful business, you have to manage your people, you have to manage your inventory, you have to, so there is a lot of cost goes behind it. And unfortunately, uh, each hospital is different the way they run their hospital. Uh, you know, some are uh, well-managed hospitals. Mm-hmm. They, they, they run like a business. They know what cost for everything is, what the profitability is. And, you know, and they, that's the way they set their fees. So it's, it's um, all over Ontario, all over Canada, every hospital set their own pricing, what they're going to charge to a client for that service because the way they run their internal affairs or internal business. I think that's the biggest disconnect mm-hmm. where a pet owner comes in, they're worried about their pet, they want to have it treated, they're nervous, but yet there's a cost involved to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, which a lot of the time they don't understand that there'll be a, at the end of the day, you have to pay an invoice like any other business should go and do that. While in the human healthcare, you don't have to worry about that. Sure. So, and, and you know, that's the biggest disconnect. And I can go over that a little bit more in detail, what, what entails in that. Right, and how those costs are right. built and evaluated. Right. Right. right, Sure, there's a lot that goes into it. And it... it highlights how lucky we are that we have our own health care right. <laughs> covered in the case where um, for our pets they don't. But um, I can see that creating quite a disconnect and, and being a big decision factor for pet owners too uh, when seeking out the right pet and animal hospital partner to take their furry friend to. Right. Um, okay, what other what other disconnects do you see? Is it is there a lack of understanding of those different roles we talked about and who does what? Or um, what, what do you encounter um, when you're dealing with the human <laughs> patient yeah. that comes in? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so uh, I, I think um, it's very important to understand who does what mm-hmm. and, and how. And, and Overall, I can tell you that working this profession for over 30 years, um, that everybody who works in a pet hospital, they are truly animal lovers. Mm -hmm. They're very compassionate what they do. And they have all the best interest to to take care of that pet. But I think where disconnect happen is that the stresses of dealing with a sick pet or uh, and, and, and so is, it gets very emotional because they're also, the team is also a pet owner. And they, when they see an animal in distress and all that, they also get upset. And, and I, I think the biggest challenge for our profession is we not only have to provide the gold standard or excellent care mm-hmm. to a pet and give all the option to a client to treat their pet, but also we have to worry about the cost factor of that. And I unfortunately... That's a reality in a vet hospital day-to-day basis. And that's the cause biggest stress for our teams and also for the client to expect. Yes, they want the best care for their pet, but when everything costs money. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and so, you know, uh, and I think that's what the expectations doesn't meet because they're expecting a certain, they want everything. Yeah. They want to have their pet well and everything, but they don't know what, where the costs come from and why they charge what we what what we charge, and and over the years that's was my goal to to run our hospital more efficiently, mm-hmm. 
internally and smoothly so we don't we can keep our cost to to the pet owner so they can afford to provide the best care but it's is such a broad subject and in the future i'll be talking about more in details mm-hmm. you know uh, where where the costs are what we can do to be efficient and and how we can run our teams and what clients should be expecting and everything so you know just giving give you an idea um you know almost uh, 30% of the cost in a hospital is the inventory the stuff we buy mm-hmm. which is um, you know um we we the drugs and and supplies to take care of the pet internally mm-hmm. uh 20% is towards the veterinarian cost and everything another 20% to the technician cost and then we have to maintain facility we have to have the organization running so by the time you come down to it uh the profitability in a vet hospital is not as what people think <laughs> you when you pay $1000 is not a go, not not going to go all to the veterinarian sure. who is charging you for it is is go there to provide to maintain that facility provide the care having skilled team members mm-hmm. and which are you know educated and and all that and uh, the bottom line profitability is just there and then the pat, uh, the owner of the hospital when he built that hospital and everything he probably taken a mortgage or mm-hmm. he has to provide that facility but uh, in this episode i don't want to go over uh, the nitty gritty details on right. that but but uh, you know my goal is in the future to to highlight what we can do to be more efficient in a vet hospital to provide that care more efficiently to the pet owner so they have to understand that they ha- it's not only what you pay is goes to the veterinarian it it's they have to run the whole facility the whole facility um i think that's good insight too um we talked about costs and we talked about compassion and if i remove that uh that heartstring element that it's all about our pets and you're you're worried and you're stressed or you you want them to get good care and we do remind ourselves it is a business mm-hmm. um just like any other business understanding those costs and how they're allocated and what you're getting for that service um goes a long way into helping you decide uh, which animal hospital to partner with, um, what what you'll be, what you can expect to get out of that partnership, uh, and uh, and the experts that come with it, um, just just like any other business. Correct. <laughs> and it's not that there's no passion or compassion or or anything like that. There's plenty of it. Um, uh, just like. I would hope so many professionals are passionate about their work and want to do a good job. But um, if we stretch ourselves too thin, the business will suffer and you won't be able to to service your your pets or your clients as well anymore. Right. Sure. And, and uh, you know, uh, fortunately, uh, we are such a, a noble profession. And we, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, that we not only make a difference in the pets' pets' lives, but also in people's lives, because that's what sometimes they have. So you know in their in their lives um so you know that kind of stress on a team is mm-hmm. huge because they're not only worry about a pet but also the pet owner to console them and everything and like i said they're very compassionate in what they do and everything but sometimes perception is is, is does not relay that because in high emotions high stress situation mm-hmm. um sometimes the communication not always go well sure 
So the goal of moving forward with this with this podcast is to highlight certain areas where what we can do from pet owner's perspective and the veterinarian hospital and the team perspective to kind of bring them together and say, we can have understanding of both parties. And, and I have a lot more experience in this, you know, managing the teams and also communicating with the clients. So I can definitely highlight different areas, how we can work together better mm-hmm. moving forward for the future. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited to dive into some of those conversations about efficient operations and how that actually translates into supporting staff through stressful operations, I guess, and um, and, and making the business more profitable, we hope, and and being able to provide better service. So that's on an upcoming episode, but it'll be really exciting to dive into it. Fantastic. I think that's all we really have for today. Is there is there anything else you'd like to add to to this uh, episode? No, thank you. And uh, <laughs> I, I think that these are all great questions. And, mm-hmm. and I think the goal of this uh, podcast was definitely to to present, you know, those where the disconnects are, how a briefly a vet practice run behind the scenes. But if there is interest and question from our audience out there that to talk about one particular topic, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to make future um, podcasts on that. And, and and this is just a start, and, and it's very exciting to share all the 30 years of experience with you and touch on different topics which our pet owners want to know and also for a vet team mm-hmm. for to communicate out there to the general public who, who have... Uh, for your friends, you know, how we can do better with each other. Fantastic. We've got lots of ground to cover. So I look forward to many more episodes. Right. Well, thank you very, very much for sitting in the booth with us again today. It was wonderful learning about how pet hospitals actually operate and what goes into it and the fantastic teams that are working hard to provide care. Thank you. Um, Once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. That is a wrap for today, pet owners, vet techs, and everyone else who's tuning in. Remember to follow us on social media so that you can stay in the know and all things related to your furry friends. From exclusive content and behind-the-scenes footage to the latest info about what's happening in this ever-changing world and the business of pet care. Until next time, I'm Shailen Hamilton, and here with Dr. Qureshi. Thank you. Thank you.